Dancing in the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rock fishing show Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Uh, we got a, a little longer show this morning uh, due to the fact uh, uh, our, my operator and uh, also uh, my board runner, uh, Mr. Jeff Boggs, is taking a little break. He well-deserved a little vacation break, Rick, yes, as sir. we all know. Anyway, uh, welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. For our weekly uh, fishing and hunting show. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, welcome to Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And uh, with that, uh, we give you the updates of the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana. Stories around the USA and the world. And you know, Rick, uh, for mm-hmm. the last few years, these people have meant uh, us getting mm-hmm. on the air each morning and let the people know the updates with fishing and hunting in the area. And, of course, We'll let you know who they are. Yeah, we got to thank our sponsors, Tony. Thank you to uh, Animal Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And uh, if you'd like to give us a call, the number is 337-367-1240. That's 337-367-1240. You can also listen to us online. That's right, at www.kane1240.com, anywhere in the world. And uh, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240. You can also listen to us on Kane on any accessible internet device. We're live here at the studios at uh, 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, okay. which is open. And, uh, Rick, uh, right now, it doesn't look good for fishing today. No, I, I seen that earlier, Tony. I went and got me a little fountain drink at the station. And, uh, boy, you could just, it's almost like you can cut the the humidity with a knife. Yeah. The air, so to speak, is so thick. But, uh yeah, it doesn't look too good for fishing today. But fishing has been good, Tony. Uh, from the redfish, I've been hearing some good reports coming out of uh, Quintana that they're catching a few redfish. I mean, redfish, you can pretty much catch them. You find the water year-round. They love brackish water. Or, sure. You know, from salty to a little brackish. But the big thing, Tony, has been in the basin. They've been having a few tournaments and uh, <clears throat> catching a lot of good fish. And like I said, at, at Sherrington, the water has got so low now. I've been hearing, uh, you know, reports that they're going to dredge or they're going to do this or do that. And I, I wish they would, you know, get it done if they're going to do it. And, and eventually the core will, I guess, Tony. But, you know, it's a lot of a lot of headache right now because the guy that, that's running the land and he's telling everybody, look, you know, I'm going to tell you now before you put down, you can't get out of here. Well, what's the first thing they try to do? They try to get out. Yeah. And they get stuck and, you know, they get aggravated. But, uh Right now, the sandbars are a big, big deal in, in, the, in the Chaffalon Basin. Well, you know, Rick, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the water has been really great, the, length, the height and uh, depth of the water, yep. right around five feet and six feet for the last uh, few weeks. That's right. And we, we, we might get a little bump, uh, I think it looks like, maybe at the end of the month. Yeah. But uh, we're talking maybe a half a foot, which yeah. is uh, nominal. Yeah. Uh, but the fishing, Rick, you have to admit, uh, you've sent me pictures. I mean, you've, you had no problem catching Yeah, minutes. it's just been... You know, I can't wait till the cool's off, Tony. You know, and and uh, I love to fish. Everybody that knows me knows that. And I'm not saying that to brag, but I, I can't wait to. And I love to cook fish also, Tony. So I do that at the back of my business. I call my friends, and even you come. You know, I mean, and I, how many plates you need? I, I just love to do that. But uh, it's getting almost to the point where I need to throw a fish fry. Yeah, to buy a new uh, freezer. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, thank God it's been good and. Uh, Fishing has just been great this year, you know. Like I said, thanks thanks to the good Lord. Well, Rick, what's really working for you too? I know you use various uh, 
uh, baits and things of that nature. But in the last few weeks, uh, what's what's worked for you with regards to bass, or uh, what you looking at brim or yeah. sockele, <clears throat> or what's worked for you in the freshwater? Tony, right now I've been throwing. A, it's it's a smaller type worm. You know, we all call it. It's a centipede. We call it. Some guys are rig it wacky style, and me, I just put a little weight on it with a two alt hook, and uh, like I said, it's put out by Zoom. Tax in is probably close to five dollars. Everything's went up a little bit now for a pack of uh, twenty. I think comes in a pack, but that's been working real well for me. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then uh, also a uh, a humdinger. Humdinger right now is probably your number one spinner bait, Tony, that on the market that's being sold. I mean, just about every guy that fishes a Chaffalai basin knows what a humdinger is. And I've been throwing a quarter ounce with a, a Colorado in the front and the silver in the front with the uh, with the copper color in the back or gold. Uh, let me rephrase that: silver and gold in the back All right. has been working the best. Like I said, Colorado in the front, and, and I think it's like a number three or number four willow leaf in the back. Now on the skirt right now, Tony, the shad uh, is it, 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 everything is coming out out of the swamp, out of the woods, out you know it, it's draining. Uh-huh. So right now, anything with white, uh, a shad color, has been working good. I've been throwing it that uh, chartreuse and white has been good, and then also I've been catching on a uh, on a little bandit. It's a two to four diver. All right, and uh, it's you know the the little beak on the front of it, the little bill on the front, Tony. If, if the longer the bill, the deeper the beta dive. And this one's got a little squareness to it, and it's kind of. You know, I, I should have brought a bait to show you. Of course, everyone on, you know, on Channel 1 wouldn't be able to see it. But anyway, uh-huh. it's a, the 2 to 4, Tony, has been working the best. All right. And it, like I said, it's anything right now white with a little bit of black on the back as far as for a crankbait because uh, they're, they're chasing shad right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, All so right. that's, that's been working really well. Like I said, a 2 to 4 diver. Yeah. And uh, with, with regard to that, Rick, uh, you know, you've uh, moved around a little bit. I know you'd like uh, the Sherrington area to go fishing out of. But, oh, uh, yeah. What it's, reports, of course, they were fishing at Mie Point this past uh, yeah. week. We'll get to yeah. the uh, right. to we that, hog yeah. fights in a yes, little bit. But right. uh, they were mostly uh, fishing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what, what do you hear from Bayou Benoit and Henderson even? Uh, Henderson, they've been catching a few fish, Tony. And uh, Henderson had turned on right before the, uh, of course, that's part of the basin also, but I call that sure. like the upper basin. But anyway, as it came down, the water got lower down here. The fishing eventually got good. But uh, Henderson, they've been catching a few fish in Henderson also. Oh, okay. Well, And uh, I'm sure that's all uh, coming into place, too, with regard to uh, uh, the uh, – freshwater fishing too rick yeah. uh, you know they've had some pretty good tournaments this year some nice yeah. fish have been caught too uh a lot of a lot of your bigger boats tony i say bigger boats your bass boats they're usually 20 foot 22 footers 21 footers um right now like i said you cannot with a big boat you cannot get out of sherrington so it's mostly when they run in tournaments tony it's going to be either further down by duck lake or you know you come up here to bayou benoit Sherrington is out right now unless you want to fish. Now, there's fish in Sherrington. I caught a few fish a couple of weeks ago. Nice fish in Sherrington. Uh-huh. But when you, you know, you're confined when you, because uh, I know better than to try to get out. You can't, you can't get out. And then unless you go to Miette Point. And like I said, Tony, we, we were coming last Sunday up from Miette to one of my fishing spots by Mud Cove. There's a, it's, it's almost 10 feet. It's in between 8 and 10 feet of sand dome. That when me and my pop used to fish this this spot years ago, Tony, there uh-huh. was twenty foot of water there. Now there's eight foot of sand. Really? I mean that's 
that's that's that's a lot of sand. Yeah, you're right about that yeah. too. Wow. But now the uh, the core, they have dug a lot of fingers up up around Bayou Benoit. So when you leave, so when you leave that that kind of you know, it's not really soil, but that kind of sand, Tony. Where when the high water comes, it washes that sand where downstream. Yeah, and that's where all of that came from. But anyway. Well, it's uh, like you said, Rick, uh, uh, you've had a lot of success the last few weeks with the water being down, and we're seeing that flush out, too, when that water flushed out, uh, right. cleaning out the bay and all. And uh, the, I know the Iberia Riding Gun Club had a tournament uh, approximately, what, two, three weeks ago, 4th yes, of July weekend. Right. And they had some nice catches, too. Yeah, and uh, some fish. Also, uh, we'll talk about that and others, but... Uh, but, you know, it's worked for you, Rick, uh, and people, uh, of course, don't know what the weather holds up today. It uh, looks like uh, we got about a 50% chance of rain throughout the area. Of course, the customary summertime thunderstorms and yeah. uh, showers. I think the next few days, Tony. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. around 50, 40, 50%. Uh, yes, sir. Weather, and it's kind of cloudy and overcast now uh, right. here in uh New Iberia area. But uh, anyway, uh, Rick, um, we're just trying to see what we can do uh to help some people out, they want to go fishing, uh, but uh, be careful. You know, bring your yeah. bring your rain poncho or your slicker or something oh, uh, if yeah. you're going out there. I'm going out Sunday, Tony, and I always keep it in the hat, so to speak. And uh, hopefully, I don't have to, you know, pull it out and wear it. But I mean, if it if it is, it is. Now, I watch the skies when it starts getting kind of dark, or you know, when the wind shifts, Tony. That's that's sure. the biggest giveaway that oh, we're fixing to get some rain. So. There's uh, one little houseboat, and I talked to the gentleman. He said, Rick, any time, you know, I said, look, I just get on the porch, get out get out to rain, or if it's lightning, you know, I'm in an oh, aluminum yeah. boat. Oh, yeah. Aluminum, well, let's put it this way, metal and, and lightning don't, don't, don't make a good match. No, so, you're right about that. But I kind of, you know, kind of 1 o'clock, 2-ish, then after that, you know, once it starts cooling down and in the showers, you know, but just about every day, Tony, it, it rains somewhere in the Chaffalaya Basin. I don't know what it is, but it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Between agree. us and Baton Rouge, it just about every day it rains. Yeah, not being a meteorologist, but yeah. the humidity coming out of the water. That's right. You know, it's got something to do with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The condensation. So uh, we'll see how that's uh, all yes, going to come into play. Right. Something that came out yesterday, too, Rick, uh, late uh, I saw this. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is streamlining the process to obtain duplicate lifetime licenses. Okay. So the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries announced uh, yesterday uh, that the current lifetime license holders can now purchase a duplicate lifetime license card online at LouisianaOutdoors.com. That's uh, Louisiana spelled out with a capital L, okay. outdoors with a capital O, uh, no spaces, so LouisianaOutdoors.com or from an approved retail vendor. As And before, okay. current lifetime license holders will still be able to obtain a duplicate card by mail or in person at the headquarters office in Baton Rouge. Uh, and uh, Secretary Jack Montessette said that we're committed to making things more convenient for our customers. These new options will be faster and easier for everyone involved. Yep. The cost of the duplicate card is $7.50, okay. and if the duplicate card is purchased online, there's a $5 convenience fee that will be assessed by the department uh, licensed vendor. The $5 convenience fee will not be assessed if the card is obtained at a vendor locations by mail or at the Baton Rouge headquarters office. To purchase a duplicate lifetime license online, you got to visit uh, uh, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh Outdoors uh, and uh, dot uh, com and uh, slash licenses hyphen and hyphen 
uh, permits. So uh, to purchase a duplicate lifetime uh, licensed car by mail, complete the duplicate form and look up the mailing address for the Wildlife and Fisheries of Louisiana, gov slash assets slash licenses and permits slash uh, files duplicate just you're better off going to instead of yeah, go to the site. Yeah. Go to the site, negotiate through it a little bit. Right. And it's pretty easy to find. It probably be under the news uh, yeah. medium, so where you can find it. But to purchase a duplicate lifetime license at the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries headquarters, visit 2000 Quail Drive in Baton Rouge, yeah. and uh, you can do that. Or to locate an approved retail vendor, visit the Louisiana Department of Wildlife's Outdoor Explorer tool. And you can negotiate through that and find out the vendor in the area that's closest to you to save you a little trip yeah. and uh, get you a duplicate license. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of people out there. We had a few calls, too, wondering if yeah. their duplicate licenses would change. And I'm pretty sure that's all going to still it should be. should be grandfathered in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, uh, your, your license, you paid for it, whether you paid for it years ago or just in the last few years. Or if you won yeah. one at the Louisiana, uh, at, right. with the Highbury Rod and at Gun the Club, rodeo, right. they gave one out this year for the past few years. They've yeah. done as many as four. That's right. So uh, hats off to the Highbury Rod and Gun Club yeah. each year for doing that and getting youngsters involved and all. Yep. Great, you know, and great, Tony, great. they they, re, they revamped the the whole system. They had shut down for for a little while. They did, but when I renewed my, I got my new license and I renewed it. it it's really, it, you know, I, I was quite impressed with it, yeah, so yeah. to speak. So you know, it's like it's a lot, but yet the way they revamped it, you know, like 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 you said, just go to the site, look it up, and kind of surf around and see what you need. But it's it's, it's pretty. It's pretty good, Tony. It, it, that it yeah. is, too, Rick. I agree with you. Not only that, but on your on, uh, Android and iPhone users, right. you can also go to your uh, L.A. wallet and yep. put your license, your fishing license on there, your That's COVID uh, yeah. uh, shots, uh, your dr- Louisiana driver's license. All that's on there. There's no charge for that. Right. You can put that on there, and uh, you can have that if uh, you go someplace. Oh, you can't get in unless you have your shots, and you can show them your, yeah. your COVID shots along with your license license to identify you along with your fishing license so it's really great la wallet it's a free uh app uh, that you can put on your phone and uh i advise people to do that because how many times people go you don't go anywhere without your phone rick right (laughs) today yeah you know it's you're lost without your cell phone uh, not being in your pocket or in your car yeah and if you ever stopped uh the officers uh look at that and they they got you covered instead of getting your purse or your wallet at home yeah you know like you said tony you hardly go anywhere without your phone a couple of times i've went usually when i'm fishing tony not always but 90 i'd say 97 percent of the time when i go fishing i mean i call it zonk it was mike Zonbreaker's old boat i got it's an old scully i love that old boat but anyway i usually fish out of zonk now a couple of times i went and i start oh man you know i always got my license underneath the seat but like what you're saying if you had it on your phone and, and back in the day, you know, we got stopped one time, and he wrote me a ticket. And he said, look, I believe you just sent a copy of your license in with this ticket, and, and it was, a, a, you know, it was a squash. So. Sure. But like what you're saying, if you put that on your phone, that's, that's a good idea. It is, yep. and it's it's really customary. And yep. the only the only negative feature is is that you're out in the bay yeah, well, basin, you know, yeah. hopefully you have a satellite uh, yeah. uh, or a, uh, uh, station near you where you can pick up and yeah. you have uh, some service. Yeah, there is a couple of dead areas. There are there, some Tony. dead areas uh, out there. I know for a long time uh, yeah. over in Burl Island Chute area, it was a dead area. Yeah. Up and then there. when you cross over the levee, 
when you get further back by the sea bone back mm-hmm. in that area, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's just it's, it's the zone, I guess. Yeah, yeah you're you know. probably right, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, also uh, the Louisiana private uh, recreational red snapper landing estimates uh, finally came in yesterday afternoon and uh, pulled it up. And uh, the department uh, reports that the landing estimates through July 10th, uh, the near-time uh, landings data, uh, it's 389,000 pounds, right. or 48% of Louisiana's 2022 annual private recreational allocation of 809,000 pounds. And, it, of course, as always, we mentioned it was reduced about 7,000 pounds due to over-harvest right. of last year towards the end of the year when uh, the secretary allowed the red redfish to be uh Red snapper, I should say, to be uh, collected yes, a lot more. Anyway, the uh, red snapper season, as always, began uh, May 27th, both in state and federal waters. And it's going to run through, uh, it runs through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, including Mondays. Uh, we had one on Memorial Day. We had one on the 4th of July, and we'll have yeah. one Labor Day with a daily bag limit of three. Of course, the last few years was only two. Right. And uh, the 16-inch total length minimum size until recreational landings approach or reach uh, the allocation. We're looking at what, Tony, two months? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, a little less than that. A little uh, less than two months? Yeah, with uh, July 22nd, we have yeah. nine days left in July, 31, that's 40. And I think it ends on uh, Labor Day, which it should About midways, be. midways, yeah. Yeah, September. I'm trying to remember Labor Day. So about 55 be, days. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that vicinity uh, right. in that regard. It might, yeah, about, that's about right. Yeah, about, yeah. Uh, well, maybe in less than that. We might be pushing 45 days, 46 days okay. in that regard, Rick. So just reminded to the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery reminds charter captains and crew they're not allowed to keep a limit of Red snapper or either state and federal waters trips. So also your recreational offshore landing permit is required for possessed tuners in the billfish, swordfish, amberjacks, yep. groupers, snappers, hinds, cobia, wahoo, dolphin to fish in, in Louisiana waters. So this permit's free of charge, but you need to have it. So uh, yes, that's, a, that's important in that regard. Uh, elsewhere, you know, Rick, we talked about uh, also um, we got some Wednesday night hog fights, I do believe, uh, in that regard, I think you have the results. Mike had uh, something to do this morning. Yeah, and, uh, Mike had to call take a, in. Yeah, take a little trip uh, with his job, and uh, he uh, texted me, and, and then he called me. I said, oh, yeah, Mike, we, we got that, brother, and I appreciate you turning it in to me. They fished out of Miet Point, Tony. They had 17 boats, and uh, first place was Don and Jacob Schutman. I've been knowing Mr. Don and Jacob. Uh, Jacob and my son, my oldest boy, Bo, grew up. they they just almost like best friends and uh I watched Jacob grow up, turn into be a, a good fisherman, a good little hard fisherman. Anyway, they had nine point forty-two, uh, Tony for two hundred thirty dollars. Second place was Mike Senator and Mike O'Brien. They had seven point one six for two hundred thirty dollars. And uh, let's see, third was Brad Romero and Randy Sawa, and uh, they they had uh, three fish. And Big Bass was uh, 5.31, worth $85, uh, Jacob and Don Schutman. Now, Mike tells me the next tournament's going to be out of uh, Bayou Benoit, August the 3rd. And I'm trying to recall, they fished that once before, haven't they, yeah. this oh, year yeah. uh-huh. in the tournament? Yeah. And, uh, well, of course, uh, Shoop and uh, Jacob uh, end up with the uh, winning prize, yeah. I should say. Yeah, let me get this straight, Tony, because okay. I made a mistake. First right. place was Don and Jacob for uh, 383 Okay. Second place was Mike uh, Senator and Michael O'Brien for 230 I had that right. And then Brad Romero and Randy Savoy was uh, third place for $85. And the big And uh, then Jacob and, and Don had Big Bass and uh, 
Note the Schutman, uh, the big bass is $85. Third place is $153. Second was $230. And first was $383. Uh, you know, yep. 17 boats, usually it seems like they have anywhere from 20 yeah. to 30 boats. You think going a little further out, a little more uh, eastward, uh, maybe deprive some of the people in the St. Martinville, uh, Henderson area, maybe well, not heading that way? I want to say, uh, Tony, they only have like a few tournaments left. And I think, you know, towards the end, you know, Mike, had, we talked about that last uh, two weeks ago when Mike had called in. You know, you only got a couple of tournaments left and you got to fish so many, you know, so – it starts dropping off, and then, you know, with school right around the corner and then with uh, uh, everybody's trying to squeeze in last-minute vacations, sure. I guess. So, you know, the, the boats kind of kind of drop back. But 17 is still uh, – Okay. That's all your hardcore fishermen that's fishing. And uh, not to say, you know, all the other guys don't like to fish, but uh, usually about this time of year, Tony, they, they start dropping back. Well, of course, the heat too, Rick. Oh, it's, it's been hot, I can play. tell you. I fish for about 20, 30 minutes, Tony, and I go boat ride. You have to. I mean, and I drank plenty of water. I mean, it's just yeah. it, it, it's hot in that boat, but you gotta you got to love it, you know. Yeah, you're right about that. And I'm sure you see uh, a few uh, fishermen on the water too, Rick. Uh, oh, yeah. It's all the areas that you uh, And then address. in the afternoon, you know, the way the hog fights are, uh, are ran or when they take place, you know, it cools off a little bit. You know, sometimes, uh, yeah, most of the time, it's, it's around 530 they blast off. So, I mean, it's still... It's still warm, but it's not like fishing at twelve thirty, yeah. you know. And so. you got some protection behind the trees right. too, with some shade. Yeah, in that shade. regard too, That's if you're right. able to find that. But uh, in oh, the long yeah. run, you know, these guys enjoy it and love it. And what more can I say? Oh yeah, uh, you right. Appreciate Mike calling in each uh, every other Wednesday, I should say, or every oh, yeah. other Friday. They fish every other Wednesday. That's right. In the evening, so and they're heading. Uh, you said this yeah, like next I route said, in two weeks. Next, in two weeks, we'll yeah. Bayou uh, Benoit. Yeah, August the third out of Bayou Benoit. All right. Anyway, uh, Rick, also, you know, the CCA tournament, uh, which began uh, Memorial Day weekend, uh, have some updates through July 19th. Hardly anything changed in that regard. Uh, uh, Bank fishing, John Lutard uh, still has that big speckled trout at 5.35 pounds. Uh, Olivia Cunningham uh, in the kayak division, she's got a, a speckled trout that weighed three and a quarter pounds. Uh, Scotty Broussard, who led for most of the uh, summer, has dropped down to second. He's got a point. 3.20 uh nicholas uh begno cobia he weighed in at dago's um weeks ago 65 pounds rick i think that's gonna be hard to beat that uh yeah. that lemon fish of course in second place uh or i should say in the uh southwest division uh pierce buffy he's got a 50 pounder donald rivera senior still a red snapper weighed in at uh, dago's at 23.67 pounds right behind him too at uh, 23.60 pounds is Jackson Gotro uh, with the Red Snappers. He, he uh, weighed his in at Don's Boat Landing. Uh, in the Southwest Division, Speckle Trout, uh, Anthony Frederick uh, at Don Boat Landing. has got a five-pounder, followed by Trey, uh, Trey Case with a 4.8-pounder and Grant Harden with a, a four-pounder, uh, all Speckle Trout. Uh, Mangrove Snapper, Gary Trahan at 14.5 pounds and uh, – and Hatch Trahan at Don's uh, boat landing also at 12 pounds. In fly fishing, John Petrie has a speckled trout that he uh, weighed in at Pecan Island Food Store at 1.45 pounds. In the youth division, still got uh, it's kind of stagnant right now in the southwest division. Uh, five uh, speckled trout being brought in and uh, one sheephead. And uh, as you know, they put your name in the hat and draw from that uh, nice uh, 15-foot well-built boat with the trailer i think a dilly trailer on mclean trailer and a yep. 15 horsepower 
for a young person, that's a way to get started fishing, yeah, right? Heck of a package, man. More, you're right about that. So, uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and take our first break this morning. You're listening to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Be there this Thursday for Southern Jack Productions. Remember, never cover at the Quarter Tavern. 19 TVs has you covered for sports. No bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main across from McDonald's. The best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer now just $2. Imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. And don't forget, Quarter Tavern now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. And uh, Rick, uh, uh, we were talking earlier, you know, what's working for you out in uh, where you do your fishing. I don't want you to release any uh, great honey holes, if you know what I mean. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier what was working for you, and uh, why don't you give uh, some of our listeners, maybe they joined us late, uh, what's working for you and what's uh, with bass fishing, sockeye, brim, whatever you might be doing at the time. Tony, about a week a week ago, we had a, a, a little fish kill. I got a phone call in, in the back of Bow Bayou, and uh, like I was telling you off, off air, I kind of stick more towards the south end. I, I, I go as far as Sherrington. And around me at point because that's just the the area that I'm comfortable in. Like I said, with the with this water falling, you know, and it stayed down, Tony. The the sandbars right now. I mean, it's you just got to be careful. You know, you get get in the GA and kind of stick stick to the middle of it and run everything in the middle, and then you're all right. When you start getting to towards the points or the edges, you got to kind of watch for the water. But anyway, getting back to uh, when I was putting down in Sherrington, I was fishing the cypress trees. 
And like I was saying, I, I like that centipede. Uh, I use a green pumpkin, and that works good. And I was rigging it with a, a two two odd hook, a little wide gap a worm hook, Tony. And you're talking about a bait that's only about Jay Long, and I would throw it beside the cypress tree, kind of reel it slow and just stop it. And, you know, they're not on every tree. You might have to fish uh, five or six trees to get a bite. With them. You know, when they hit it, then the line moves off. And, you know, it was we caught a bunch of fish doing that. And then uh, <clears throat> as we move more towards uh, the Mud Cove area uh, around Crew Boat and uh, Miller Chute, we picked up on a spinnerbait bite. And uh, like I said, it was uh, chartreuse and white with a, uh, sh- a silver Colorado, and it was a gold uh, willow leaf. But that, that's the bait that's been, that's been working real good for us. And that's been working real good for you for three or four, uh, five, six weeks. Yeah, that's right. So I'm, I'm you know, down the water uh, – we haven't caught a, a lot of every now and then we catch a four pounder, Tony. Uh, of course, I don't keep no four pound fish. I just I keep the, the medium fish to uh, to clean because that's to me that's your best your best eating fish and your best cooking fish. We fillet them, Tony, and then after about four minutes when they float, you take them out. I mean, you can't beat it, you know. Oh, I agree with you. That's yeah. the same thing with speckled trout too. You know, right. you better speckled trout. Yeah, that's right. You, you know, your, your, your uh, medium, medium to smaller fish just tastes right. better. That's yeah. right. And uh, the big specks, the big old specks. Yeah. Uh, that people catch, uh, you know, they're older and the meat's yep. not as tender. And, that's right. Uh, uh, that's just my feeling, especially yep. with catfish, too, you know. That's right. You know, uh, so anyway, for people out there, you hear Rick, and uh, he's out there on the water uh, three or four days a week if you can. So uh, just and uh, saltwater fishing, you know, still here I'm catching some fish out there. Yeah. You know, uh, things have been pretty good uh, right. with the with the uh, basin being down and all and uh yes, the cove where they were catching some specks in different areas yeah. uh just got to find where the clean water is and then marsh island uh the the canals coming you know in and around marsh island they've, they've been uh, from what i hear they've been catching real good on redfish yeah anyway this is a reminder for folks who fished the south central fishing association tournament is that the uh, fifth tournament's been moved that was scheduled to go off this weekend but it's been moved to July 30th. Uh, I got an email from uh, Brooks Amy. Uh, of course, registration ends at 5.50 in the morning. You want to go fish with these guys. You got to get up early and yep. uh, you get out there and register uh, for that. Uh, and the blast off is right at 6 a.m. And uh, you fishermen, they have some, and boy, they got some talented guys too. Oh, yeah, uh, I know, know a lot of those they, guys, they, Tony. They catch they, those redfish, man. They get with the and, program. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Let me tell you, but it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's a, a group of guys that go out uh, once a month, and they moved it from this weekend to uh, July 30th uh, out there at Quintana Landing. And if you want to register and get involved, uh, head on out there, or you could contact Brooks Amy uh, through the SFA uh, um, email. And uh, Brooke has uh, been uh, running this tournament for the past few years. A few fellows that, that I know very well are in that tournament, and they fish quite well. Yeah. So and they've been doing that since, I believe, their first tournament was in March with their wrap-up tournament sometimes. Uh, I think if it's not next month, it's in early September. Anyway, uh, for the South uh, Central Fishing Association uh, Redfish Tournament. Anyway, a little reminder here for folks that uh, flounder season is set to close on October 15th to November 30th. All right. And an annual closed season for the recreational commercial harvest of southern flounder, uh, of course, from those dates of October 15th through November 30th of each year, has been finalized. The statewide closure for the southern flounders for all the sectors and all gear types, including any flounder caught by, uh, uh, by catch or in any other fishery, 
exemptions that previously existed for southern flounder caught as uh, uh, bycatch on the shrimping trip are no longer applicable. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Commission was granted the authority by the legislature to modify the shrimping bycatch exemption. If the flounder stock is overfished and undergoing overfishing, they got to shut it down, Rick, and you know okay. as well as I do. Yeah. We've seen that with crabs. We've seen it with other fish, too. Uh, the red snapper, quite prevalent this morning. Yeah. And uh, this closed season is necessary to attempt to recover the stock of the southern flounder, which is overfished based on results okay. from the most recent uh, flounder yeah. stock assessment. Right. At their March meeting, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries staff briefed that the Louisiana uh, Fishing Commission on management options necessary to recover the stock. So we're seeing that uh, flounders, and don't hear a lot of people talking about flounders uh, in that regard, Rick. I don't know with, with you hearing uh, maybe that uh, with the saltwater flounder, but uh, no, I haven't haven't heard too uh, you know around the rodeo time, but that's about it. Yeah, you're right. So the Louisiana uh, Wildlife and Fisheries Commission chose to move forward with an annual closed season in the fall to allow mature female flounder to escape inshore waters and move offshore to spawn. This uh, closed season is projected to create about a 50% reduction in mature female southern flounder harvest. And the closed season is an attempt to help the uh, stock recover to healthy uh, biomass target by 2028. All so right. uh, yeah. flounder, uh, they're going to shut it down uh, October 15th to November 30th. And I, personally, I think it's wise. Uh, yeah. Of course, that's when the specs start running again, too, pretty hard. So uh, yeah. it's going to give an opportunity. Uh, Let them bounce back. And, you know, the flounder sits on the bottom, and you've you've got to go down, all the way down to catch those babies. So yeah. uh, it's just one of those things. So anyway. Uh, hunting rules, regulations, and season schedules are now posted on the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh, website. So for the 2022-23, the, uh, the uh, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries has released its hunting regulations pamphlet online at the Louisiana Department of Wildlife website. And uh, you can go to click there and see the upcoming season regulations and visit the, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh, uh, website. Also, uh, and to see the seasons and the updated regulations, I advise you, if you're a big-time hunter, you need to check that. Don't be caught short with any changes. And the legislature, Rick, did a lot of changing yeah. last year with hunting oh, uh, yeah. cost and fishing licenses and everything else. And, yes, again, sir. the hunting and fishing licenses, when you buy that license, it's not going to do on June 30th. It's going to come due on the day you buy it the following year. So yep. uh, that's right. to remind folks about that, that's over. That started June 1st of this year because of the legislature changing the format. So each year, your fishing, hunting licenses, the day you buy, that's going to be the day it comes due again. So they did that to kind of spread out the revenues because uh, it's just easier on them. And uh, they can also put their budgets together, I think, a little bit better with anticipation too, Rick, as, right. as you know that. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, the pamphlet that's uh, on the website contains the hunting rules, the regulations, and season dates. For the 22-23 season, including hunting information on the Louisiana wildlife and management areas, along with uh, Louisiana federal lands. It also contains information on the new licensing and process and fees. We talked about that just now. Check that out, folks. You need to be on top of it. And printed copies of the pamphlet should be available in late August at the uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife offices throughout the state and at vendors where hunting and fishing licenses are sold. Yes, sir. So that's also, you can look that up and see if you have a vendor in your area to make sure that uh, your 
you can uh, if you want to pick up one of these uh, copies. But you can still go to the website if you have a printer at home. Uh, I'm sure they have a PDF where you can get it printed yeah. and uh, have that at your hands. Uh, and I'm not so sure you want to carry it with you when you're out there hunting uh, because of the changes, you know. And you got to make sure uh, we're not always accurate. So I advise you to uh, look at that pamphlet or, or pull it up and yeah, read it and it go up. over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do miss on some things, so uh, that's our advice to you. Meanwhile, this season's regulation pamphlet also has season schedules for the state's 10 deer hunting areas and major changes right. for the 22-23 season. So, again, folks, I reiterate that you need to uh, process that and check that out. Uh, some things and a lot of things have changed. And I uh, advise you, Rick, mm-hmm. uh, as always, to stay on top of that uh, in that regard. So uh, hunting and fishing, a lot of changes uh, through the legislature last year. Some have come into play. Not all because hunting season, the new hunting season's right around the uh, corner. Won't for, be long. Uh, yeah, ducks right. and deer and everything else, squirrel, yep. uh, possum, whatever the case may be. Anyway, uh, a couple of Louisiana residents get over, uh, I guess, juiced, uh, and they're sentenced on felony charges for selling, check this out, harvested wild ducks. I mean, two Louisiana men were sentenced in the Western District of Federal Court in Louisiana and Shreveport for migratory game bird violations. On May 20th, a 34-year-old from Mansfield was sentenced for felony sale of migratory game birds and received 24 months of supervised probation, during which time he will not be allowed to possess a hunting or fishing license, folks. And on June uh, 6th, a 54-year-old Logansport was sentenced for felony sale of migratory game birds and received 18 months of supervised probation in order to attend an outpatient substance abuse program. Both men uh, now convicted felons and prohibited from possessing firearms for life. That takes care of the hunting problem. Uh, the case stems from a joint investigation between the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Division and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service into the illegal sale of harvested waterfowl during the 2016 and 17 season. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries uncovered agents uh, purchased harvested waterfowl from Cordova and Canazero and on seven separate occasions. And on July 28, 2021, the two were indicted on the Western uh, District Federal Court for unlawful sale of waterfowl, folks, man. You just, mm. you know, you got to pay by the rules. And yeah. the rules, yeah, they've got some stringent ones with a limited yeah. number of, of ducks and uh, deer maybe you can kill or even fish for that matter. Just Well, just remember, Tony, game, which is... Fishing or hunting, unless you're fishing catfish commercially, you know, and, and they know what it is, but you can't you can't sell game, you know. You're right, and it's just you and know. And you go again, you go go to the that's right, and look it up. Uh, you, you can know, you know go people to the state. Yeah, you see these people do that, Rick, and you wonder what's going on with them yeah. in uh, that regard. So uh, I get people approach me all the time, Tony, and I can say it on the ass, and nope, can't do it. It's game yeah, fish. That's I, right. I'll give you a pack of fish. It's game fish. You yeah, know? that's right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and uh, like you do, you have friends over and you uh, do a fry and uh, pass out fish, enjoy That's yourself right. with I fries and beans. I cook at the pizza beans. place. Hey, Tony, come yeah. get you. Yeah, Rick, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Plate. Get you a couple of plates, you know. Yeah, yep. and uh, right now, Rick, I, I know you don't want to invest in another freezer. Huh? Yeah, no, it'd be kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I might have to cut back on fishing. You know? <laughs> 
Oh, I can't see that happening. Yeah, oh, no. Anyway, meanwhile, the tides today, uh, July the 22nd, uh, the sun rose in Southwest Pass. Well, we think it rose. We have an overcast sky. Yeah, it rose at 6, 622. It's going to set at 806 this evening. In the high and low tide chart, we can see the high tide was at 306 this morning. Of course, if you want to catch it, the low tide is late this evening at 6.53. Tomorrow, the 23rd, Saturday, sun's going to rise about the same time, 6.22, and sunset. be a minute shorter at 8.05. The high and low tide chart, we can see that the high tide will be at 4.03 a.m. That's Saturday morning, Friday night. The low tide will be at 7.29, uh, about a half hour, 45 minutes before sunset tomorrow evening. Uh, on Sunday, the 24th, the sun's going to rise at 6.23 and sunset at 8.05. The days are getting a little shorter. Shorter. Okay. Yep. And the high and low tide chart, we can see that the high tide will be at 4.43 a.m. That's Saturday night, Sunday morning All early. Right. And the low tide at 8.04 p.m. The average water temperature, Rick, and I'm still fighting with this. I, I just uh, They say 74 degrees. I no, just I don't see that. I that might see 84. The, yeah, yeah, and uh, that might be it. And for the last few weeks, uh, those yep. numbers have been off. I, I need to... Uh, recheck that each week and before I print yeah, this. Yeah, it's got to be a little warmer. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just can't see 74 degrees. No. That might be fall water and, and right. spring water mm-hmm. with regards to the temperature in that regard. Yes, so, sir. You're right. Anyway, uh, Rick, um, that pretty much uh, does it for this morning, you know. Yeah. And as always, oh, yeah. Rick, we wouldn't be here each Friday if it wasn't for these people. Oh, yeah, Tony, we've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, Kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal.